0: Welcome to The Manager Track, the leadership podcast where we help ambitious managers across the ranks become confident and competent leaders people love to work for. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw. Welcome to this week's episode of The Manager Track podcast. Now, I have something special in store for you today. I'm going to share with you a class I recently taught about the three steps to reach your next career goal in 2021. So what's coming up is a recording of that class. It goes along with a workbook, which you can download at RamonaShaw.com forward slash 2021 goals. You don't need to provide your email. You simply go to RamonaShaw.com forward slash 2021 goals to grab the workbook, then get your pen and paper ready to take lots of notes on what I'm about to share. And without further ado, let's dive in. So the next hour or so, we um, are going to talk about how to achieve your career goal in 2021. This is a free class. It is also the first time that I'm teaching this class in this format. And I want to quickly let you know why that is. The maturity of my time, and I'll do a quick introduction in a moment, but the maturity of my time I spend helping leaders either really be successful in their first leadership role or the mid-level leaders who want to reach that next level. Oftentimes it's a director level or a VP level that they're after and so we clearly work towards that goal and over the last few years as I've been you know working on my own goals in terms of business building and other things but also helping my clients reach their goals there's a few things that really stood out to me that make a big impact and those things are universal regardless of what kind of goal that you are pursuing. And so I wanted to put this out here in January and sort of conceptualize a little bit more of what does that really look like? What are those things? And share that with a broader audience, not only people who are in leadership roles, but some of you, um, we've already emailed and you have goals in terms of your own business or creative goals or side projects, but also career goals. Because this applies to anything. It is also how you could lose weight if you wanted to, or any other goal in your life Those things are universal. This is what we're going to talk about in today's training. What it will do is when you understand these three steps, you will stop wishing and wanting, stop losing steam before you get there or thinking that you can't do it. Instead, you really learn the right mindset to stay focused and determined until you achieve your goals. Now, I cannot do the actual work for you. but understanding these three steps will be critical. And then what you will have to do is to actually follow through. And I hope that the workbook will help and some of the tools that I'm sharing in this class will really help you stay connected with your goals and make that mindset shift that will create lasting impact and will help you not just with your career goals in 2021, but also your career goals going forward any other goal that you're trying to pursue. So if you're ambitious and you do have big goals, but you also know that there's some fear or doubt or procrastination or sometimes perfectionism that is holding your back, this one is really the right presentation, the right place to be. And I know that you have a million other places that you could be. You probably have a to-do list next to you and other things that are fighting for your attention. What I want to iterate and emphasize here again is This is not a sales pitch. This is all for you and your career and your life. Your career grows to the extent that you grow. So please make that investment this next hour in yourself and in your career. It is so, so worth it. Again, this is all giving. I'm not asking for anything in return. That doesn't mean, though, that it's that you should just sort of be passive. I really encourage you to pick up pen and paper or something to write this down to open the workbook and to follow through and really, really dive in. Keep your goal and your specific situation the forefront as we go through and make everything that you learn here as applicable to your unique situation as you can so that you're actively engaged and getting the most out of this. Good. Okay. So I hope you're with me. A quick introduction. And these are all points to explain why the, the idea of goals is in setting goals and achieving goals. Is something that has uh, followed me sort of throughout my life, and is something that I heavily um, am passionate about. Uh, first off, I started in private equity. I started my career in finance, studied, got my master's and bachelor's degree. I, I mentioned this earlier uh, briefly in Switzerland. Started early on in my career in Europe, and then headed out to the U.S., where I'm currently located. I climbed the ranks pretty fast, and that part had to do with me setting really clear at goals and being very focused on the goals until I reached VP level in that corporate role. also got married and had three kids along the way, and trust me, goal setting and staying focused (laughs) became really, really important, once I had to be super, super diligent with my time. A few other things just to highlight that importance of how and, and why goals have been top of mind for me throughout the last decade, if not more. During my maternal leave, I published a book completely unrelated to what I do today, but that was something that I wanted to get out there. I also have a business that sells bibs. It's called herobibs.com. Came out of my own struggles with finding bibs as a mom. As I said earlier on in the introduction, I had my past. My corporate career is in private equity and in finance. What I spend my time today is that I work with new managers and helping them get on board and and set up for success in their first leadership role and mid-level managers who want to reach that next level, these director or VP roles and helping them be set up for for success and achieve their goals. Also that transition, that career transition was a big one in terms of how do I navigate my day-to-day work while also making a transition and creating a new identity and building a business from scratch in an entirely new field. So goals, not only had I to figure out how do I work with goals and what keeps me going and how do I not lose steam or procrastinate, but it's also something that I help others with day in and day out. So the ultimate goal is that we would be free of doubt, focused, fully dialed in and making progress towards our goals every single day. Those don't need to be big chunks of big movements. But it has to do that we are engaged with our goals and that we keep our goals top of mind every single day and we override our natural instincts of fear and doubt that our brain will feed to us because that's the, the way our brain works I'm going to talk about this some more. So by the end of this class, you will know exactly what to do to create the emotional energy to believe in yourself and to stay laser-focused on your goal. That is my promise. That's all that um, I'm here for today to be in your service to help you with this. We're going to break it down into three main steps. Let's dive into step number one. Step number one is what do you want? Now, that seems to be somewhat intuitive that one would ask themselves this and that it would be the first thing that you do. But if, even though this might be common sense, this is not common practice. Too often we think that we have a clear goal, but we are not crystal clear. Knowing exactly where you're going and figure it out in a measurable way will help you identify if you're making progress or if you are slowing things down. It's a way to overrule and identify when are we getting stuck? When is self-doubt kicking in? When are we losing steam and to be able to course correct along the way? So what you see on the top right here on that slide is a, a screenshot of the workbook. This is where I invite you to write down specifically what you want to do. So I will accomplish what by which date. I will know I have done this because what specific measurable thing that we could all agree on which you see happening be this a promotion a salary increase a new role or a new position a new job a certain amount of dollar amounts in your bank account or sales closed if you're in the sale terms of a role and so forth be really really specific so this is about defining it now here is what will happen when we set goals especially if those goals seem like a stretch goal And I would encourage you to stretch yourself a little bit. So when your stomach gets a little tight, thinking about it, that's when you know you're on the right track. It is when we get out of our comfort zone. If it's something that basically means you just keep doing what you're already doing and you will naturally achieve your goal, that's not a stretch goal. That's maintaining status quo and you will ultimately just achieve your goal. But when you wanna tap into your fullest potential, you will set yourself a stretch goal, something that makes your stomach tighten up. And what will your happen is that your brain will tell you a bunch of reasons why you can't do it, the fact that you've never done it or that it's too hard. Your brain is trained to see the obstacles. So know and be prepared that this is what will happen along the way. And, you know, think about this for yourself. What are all the obstacles that your brain will present itself to present to you? The reason why your brain is doing this is because if you think about back when we lived in caves, it had to identifying risks and obstacles was part of us surviving. It is what kept us safe. So if you looked outside, we looked around and we thought, What are all the things that could get in the way if I wanted to, let's say, go to the other side where I see some trees with bananas hanging? I'm making this up. What are all the obstacles? That is the consideration of those obstacles is what kept people safe because it helped mitigate risks. But today, nothing will happen. The only thing that will happen if you don't achieve your goal is that you will feel some feelings. Some kind of feelings, it'll be a feeling of disappointment, a feeling of guilt or a feeling of sadness or a feeling of anger. That is really the only thing that will happen if you don't achieve your goals. So telling your brain, okay, I see that you're telling me I can't do it or I've never done it or it's too hard. Those are all just nice things. I know you're doing your job brain and I'm gonna do it anyway because no one has ever achieved a big goal. that they've already done in the past based on past experience. It's always a new experience. And if anyone else can do it, you can do it too. You can do more than what other people have done. So counter yourself and and see what else is true. For example, in 2021, I want to double my business. I would say, what are all the reasons why this can't happen? Well, I don't have enough time to do more, double the work. Well, thank you, brain, I can see this, but there are other ways. I can prove myself wrong that way. I can prove why this is not true. To double my business, I don't need double the time. So you give yourself those counter arguments. That is step number one. That's really important. It's a quick one, but it's an important one. And understanding how your brain will serve those obstacles and why you don't need to listen. You shouldn't, can't, please don't listen to your brain that way you can hear it out and then say, thank you, I got other plans. That is what will keep you engaged and also build some of your self-confidence that you need in order to take courageous um, actions and be bold in your pursuit of your goals. Step number two is, I'm gonna spend some time on this. Who do you want to be? Because here is something that Many of us get wrong along the way as we're trying to achieve certain goals. We think that once we achieve that goal, we will feel a certain way. We will feel confident or we will feel accomplished or we will feel good enough or like we deserve or we feel successful or we feel secure. There's something that we're going for that we're trying to Um, get to and we think that we're going to feel some way when we achieve that goal where we get this whole thing wrong is that when we get there there may be a moment a short moment where we do have this feeling of success and accomplishment and pride and confidence and that feeling though will disappear fairly quickly and we're back into sort of that hamster wheel which is why some people, you might know this concept of the imposter syndrome where you never feel good enough and you constantly go for the next thing and you go for the next thing and you always think like, when I get this certificate or when I get this degree or this title or this success, then I will feel whatever you're aiming for. And then you do it and you realize like, oh, I still don't feel like that. I got to go for the next thing. And we keep going and keep going and going. We got this wrong. In order for you to s- achieve your goal and to stay committed to it and not lose steam is by cultivating the feelings that you want to see later down the road. Cultivate them today. So think about what it is that you want to feel and why you're doing this, that you're thinking you're going for and start practicing and feeling those feelings today and now if you're someone who's like Ramona you're talking a little bit too much about feelings here give me tangible stuff I'm goal focused and ambitious I don't want to talk about feelings it is what will drive your action feelings are what drives your actions it is not the other way around okay now we're going to talk about this a little bit more I'm going to break this down some more because your thoughts drive your feelings and your feelings drive your actions. And as we know, and I bet there's no rejection on this, is your our actions drive your results. So when we, and I say cultivate those feelings, it means that you want to start thinking the thoughts that will trigger those feelings. So for example, if I want to, let's take a, a client of mine who wants to step into a, actually someone I coached earlier this morning. This person wants to switch roles and wants to have a new role at a a local startup. That person may think, when I get to that, I will feel accomplished. In order to get to that, that person can either choose the path of feeling unaccomplished and a lack of success and have those thoughts of like, I'm not good enough yet because I haven't really like demonstrated success at a startup. And then that creates a feel of uncertainty and self-doubt. And with that uncertainty and self-doubt, they're trying to go into interviews and in those interviews, trying to convince people that they can do a job. But all of this comes from a place of lack of certainty and lack of confidence. That's one way to go. And that's how many people go about it. The other way to go is I want to be at that startup. And I think that when I am, I will feel accomplished and I will feel... Sort of successful. I landed my dream job, for example, and I will feel fulfilled. I'm going to cultivate that feeling today by thinking I am fulfilled and I am accomplished as I am today. And if that's too much of a stretch because you think Ramona, but that's not true. Like I don't feel successful today. I don't feel accomplished today. Then we're going to practice something like a bridge thought, something that's at least as true as like that negative thought of like the lack of the, the the self doubt. Instead, it would be, I am at the perfect place that needs to be in order to be successful at that startup or to land that job. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. So whatever thought that is, that is neutral or positive from where you are and you're not coming from a place of like negative. If this is zero, and you feel like you have a gap or a lack of, and you're starting down here, that's not what's setting us up for success. we got to start at either neutral or at the positive. Cultivate those feelings and those thoughts that will then fuel my confidence in interviews because now I'm coming from a place of, I'm already at the right place. I'm already good. And from that place, I am now interviewing confidently and with security, and without sort of that need or with that what is it called when you're like really, really needy because and it comes across and people recognize you're sort of desperate to get the job, or desperate to to make that sale. No, you're coming from a place of security, confidence, abundance. And that is what will ultimately help you get to the result a lot easier and faster than coming from that place of lack. So a visual literally is that line of zero. You're coming from a place of negative and you think that the goal will get you to the positive. That's not it. So you either come from a place of neutral or from a place of positive in order to get to that goal. I'm gonna demonstrate this on another example. And just quickly, because I I speak fast and this is a big concept, but knowing who you want to be and how you want to act and what you want to think is important so that you can practice this new thinking today. So see yourself in the future, that future you. When you've achieved your goal, what will you do? What will you think and what will you feel? You don't wait until you have achieved the goal, you start practicing all this today. That that to me was a complete game changer and to this day is It's what fuels me and inspires me every single day and what keeps me motivated along the way. Um, So these are the three questions that I just emphasize. You will find them in your workbook. You can have that open and edit and start writing things down. If you're not doing it right now, do it at the end of this presentation. So I'm gonna give you now a, a specific example call this this idea of unintentional, intentional model. This comes from Brooke Steel. So intentional, the unintentional model is when we have a thought, for example, if I wanted a promotion, I could say, I could have a thought of, I haven't worked here long enough to ask for a promotion. So right, as I think of my goal, I want to get promoted. And then my brain feeds me an obstacle. That obstacle may be I haven't worked here long enough to ask for that promotion. That makes me feel somewhat disempowered. And because I feel disempowered or even guilty and maybe shame for even thinking about asking for a promotion, I don't advocate enough. I'm holding back, I don't ask specifically and boldly and assertively for what I want. And as a result, down the line, I will not get that promotion. So my thought that I give focus, I pay attention. That's what I hold my magnifying glass of all the thousands of thoughts that go through your ma- mind. If I keep thinking, you know what? I want that promotion, but I really haven't put enough, like I haven't been here long enough. The other people on my team have worked here way longer than me. And so who am I to ask for a promotion after only a year, even though I'm doing the right work, I'm doing the right job, or I'm, I'm being successful, In my role, so I keep paying attention to this doubtful thought again below the line that's like that negative thought that creates my feeling my feeling fuels my action and then my actions will create the result. Instead, the intentional thought of like where I want to shift to once I take charge of my own thoughts and thinking and I start practicing this today, not in the future is that I deserve a promotion based on the work I do. And so I'm now not looking at the lack of or the doubt, but I'm paying attention to the fact that actually I do, and (laughs) I'm making that assumption, I do deserve that promotion. I do, I've exceeded on all my goals. I'm doing a great job. I'm well-equipped to get and deserve that next title or that next level of responsibilities. When I think this and I keep thinking this over and over, I will get a sense of empowerment. And because I feel empowered, I now will be way more likely to advocate for myself for what I want and deserve. And because I advocate and I do so boldly, I will get that promotion. Now, of course, I'm not sugarcoating and saying, It's all in your hands. I've been in the corporate world. I know that getting promotions, there's other factors that you cannot control. But we don't worry about the things we can't control. We focus on the things that we can control. And self-advocacy is a huge part of taking charge of your own career progression. And so I'm just making this as one of the examples. But I want you to really break this down for your own unique situation. What is the result that you're after? What are the thoughts that you need to have today and the beliefs that you need to have about yourself and your ability to accomplish this goal? What feelings get triggered because of that? And then what actions result from that feeling? Okay, so I'm gonna create Alicia. I see the I see your question. There's the first question is if you don't feel like you have to experience prerequisite for the job. Yeah. Okay. So if you feel like you don't have the experience for the job, let's assume that you're going for a job, that you feel like you don't have the experience. I want to challenge you on this and say, is this true? Do you, or do you not have what it takes to have that job or do you be successful or become successful in that job? Just because you're not taking off all the boxes on the job description doesn't mean that you couldn't actually handle that job and so especially that often happens for people who don't have a natural career progression but you're making a lateral move it's more like a climbing wall than a climbing ladder and so you're moving from one to the other and you might not have a typical like profile that someone is looking for or thinks about as they write down the job description so maybe you're not ticking all the boxes is that really true that that means you're not not qualified for that job if you were your own best friend and your best friend would say, I'm not sure if I can do this job, what would your arguments be? Would you say, yeah, you're right. You're not taking all the boxes. You can't do this job. Don't even apply. Or would you say, what are you talking about? You are awesome at this. You're great at this. You could absolutely do this job. Someone needs to give you a chance, but you can do this. This is not about not being able to to do this. So the feeling of I don't have the experience or prerequisites, I would challenge you. Yeah, could I run for president? No, that would be hilarious. I don't have the experience and I don't have the prerequisites in order to run for president. So not saying there is never a reason for why you shouldn't but I'm saying challenge yourself because in a majority of cases because we're not all shooting for the, the presidency in the majority of cases This comes from a place of self-doubt, not from a place of like, of confidence and real true, honest self-awareness of our actual strength. We're usually better than, than we give ourselves credit to be. And then another question that came up is how do you create an intentional thought about transitioning into a new field? So what that thought would be, what is it that you want to think when you're in that new field? So maybe it is that in that new field, you want to feel Sort Of, like, you have a creative, like, creative, or you want to get a feel a sense of fulfillment. If you come from a place of, I'm surviving, I have like, there's no fulfillment in my job, I'm feeling sad or depressed or frustrated all the time. That coming from that place that again is below the line of like that zero line, it's way harder to pursue your goal to try to think that the circumstance, like your job, that's a circumstance, like something in the environment, that that will actually change your feeling. It is all about what you make that mean. So start cultivating the thoughts of, I am creative, I'm already creative. Look for ways that you can practice feeling creative or feeling fulfilled or feel like you're thriving. And that feeling is what you need to generate. So whatever you're thinking that you will feel or or be or who you want to be once you achieve that goal that's what you bring forward okay I hope that helped clarify this a little bit more and I think if you move along we'll have time at the end where I'll start with the slides and we can have some more coaching or conversation about what that really looks like even Jim Rohn he says success is something that you attract by the person you become so this is not about anything in our environments not about the circumstances about who you become along the way so when we work on our goals and when i said in the beginning work on your goals every single day it is not as not maybe you may think like i have to do like i have to be on my i have to work on my to do list somehow i need to make phone calls or i need to be out there and i need to take action Yes, that too, it all has to do with taking actions. We can't just sort of like manifest something in our lives. Uh, At least it's based on my belief. We can't manifest something, I believe, we can't manifest something without taking actions as well. But it's equally important to start cultivating your own thinking and who you are and who you become in the process. And that's the daily work that has to go alongside with you taking action towards your goal. When we forget that part and we think all the gratification, everything and how I will feel and what I think about myself and my success and my accomplishments and being good enough and feeling respected, that will all happen once I achieve the goal. That's when we lose steam along the way and likely is that we get disappointed because once we get the goal, we realize like, you know what? I'm still the same person. It actually didn't change much. I'm going to make another quick analogy to a different goal that many of us can probably relate to. At least the... Actually, I'm not going to make any tender comments here, but I think many of us can relate to As an example, if we think about weight loss and we think we need to be on a diet to lose weight and we hate our bodies along the way while we diet, it'll be a lot harder for us to lose the weight than if we start today and we think once i lose the weight let's say once i'm 120 pounds i will feel beautiful i will love my body once i will be 120 pounds that is flawed thinking because you know what will get you to 120 pounds It is for you to feel beautiful and love your body. And as a result, it'll be a lot easier to feed yourself healthy food because you love your body and you will cultivate a way of eating and a lifestyle, practice that, that will help you sustain the weight once you've achieved the weight versus like starving yourself, hating your body, not think that you're you're beautiful not even appreciate your body And then you have, you are at your goal weight, but also like this resistance and like this struggle and this fight. And then you get there and then what? (laughs) You probably look at yourself and you're like, "Uh, I still don't like my body or I still don't think I'm beautiful because you've never practiced those feelings. You never, that pattern, your thoughts, your brain has never practiced that thinking. And then what will happen too is because everything was so in resistance, you probably bounce right back to gaining weight again because you're not built in the actual taking care and loving your body. And therefore, because of that, feeding it good food and healthy food. So that's a little bit more tangible example on how we achieve our goals versus sometimes a career goal that could be a little bit more intangible It in hopes to illustrate the point here as well. Then we're moving on to step number three Step number three is to figure out why you want it. Not one single reason. One single reason is not enough to figure out why you want it. So what you'll find in the workbook is that you want to write down at least 10 reasons why you want to achieve your goal. So not just, you know, financial reasons might be there. There might be reasons of comfort or fulfillment or being a role model and inspiration to others, impact in this world, write them all down. Reasons are the fuel, like fuel to your car. It is what keeps that flame going. So usually in terms of motivation and and motivating to achieve a goal, I like to look at it as you spark, like you have a spark, an idea or a moment or like, ah, this is what I want. This is how you light the fire. And then the way that you keep that fire going all the way until you achieve your goal is by fueling it with reasons. Like you throw, you're not only taking actions, but you're also constantly reminding yourself on why you want that. That's like the logs that you keep throwing on the fire to keep that fire going. Something that I personally do, and you can not see this here in the camera, but I have next to me on this bookshelf, I have a paper hanging. That has a big, it's my mission statement and it explains, it's written out why I do what I do. Why do I get up every morning and I start working in in my business and why I show up for my clients the way that I do and why I invest in in wanting to become the best leadership coach that's out there for my particular um, segment and the people that I serve all the reasons are on here and i read this every morning i sit down it takes me literally like 20 seconds 30 seconds and i read the whole thing to remind myself why am i doing this that's one thing that i do and i will tell you in a moment a second tool that i do in order to constantly remind myself of the reasons and as many reasons as we can find so don't stop with one reason if you're unsure of what your reasons are keep thinking or asking yourself why so if I say why, because I want to have more money, okay. And why do you want to have more money? Because that will allow me to give more to charities or it allowed me to be more giving to others and impact or create uh, positive change in this world. It will allow me to have a lifestyle of comfort or travel. Well, why do I want to travel? Because I want to explore the world because I want to ex- show my kids different continents, why is that important? Because I want them to be raised with like a broad uh, t- uh, horizon of, and what they know about the world. So keep going, keep going to really get to the root cause of why you're doing what you're doing. And remember that these are sort of the locks that you throw on the fire and you can't do it just once. You have to remind yourself of those reasons along the way. And that is how you keep that fire burning. Okay. Speaking of wise, they're also very important because you want to expect delays in the process. So, okay, so you want to expect delays in the process and delays include fact that things take longer than what you had anticipated. And you might be making mistakes, especially if you did set yourself up with a stretch goal, like something that requires it's a little bit of a bold goal, something that makes you clench a little bit or like your stomach tightens as you think about it. There is a high chance that you will fail along the way of things that work out the way that you want to. When we do take bold decisions and bold actions, this is what happens. Now, the question is, will you look at these things as failures and therefore sort of talk yourself down or find reasons why you can't, why you're not ready enough, why you're not good enough, why it's too much or too bold or unreasonable? Or will you tell yourself that failure or those mistakes are part of the process? And I'm using quotation marks when I talk about mistakes because when you think about it, in the moment that we make a mistake, we don't think it's a mistake. We think it's the perfect thing to do given the information that we have at hand or our emotional, mental... Uh, physical capacity in the moment we do the best we can or we do the right thing that we consider to be the right thing and then after the fact when we have more information more insight we label such a thing as mistake it's questionable was this really a mistake so just reframe a little bit of what failure mistakes really mean but also and this is probably even more important when we give in and we think that, oh, I missed that promotion. For example, someone else was promoted ahead of me and I didn't get the role that I wanted. Will it make that mean that, you know what, at this company, I never got a shot. You know what, they never promote women or they never promote moms or I just don't have what they look for. I am too loud or not loud enough. I'm too assertive or not assertive enough. Whatever those reasons are that you tell yourself, Why? you failed and why you didn't get it or why it was a mistake. If you give in to the obstacles, your brain will remember this. And next time you're about to take an action that is risky, your brain will feed you back all this information and say, hold on a second. Last time you did this, you concluded you're not good enough or you can't, or it's too much or too fast. So don't try or mitigate all the possible risks. And that's what will often cause people to stay stuck or to slow things down unnecessarily. So instead, think about consciously, intentionally, pay attention to what you're telling yourself after a mistake or after a failure that we labeled as such. It is part of the process. Failure makes me better. I now know more. I did the best I could. Failing is part of the process. If you read autobiographies or biographies of successful people, people who have achieved big goals, they all failed way more than they succeeded. It is part of the process. And the moment that we can reframe and talk compassionately to ourselves, like your best friend would talk to you, that is what will build the pattern in your brain to not avoid any risk and by all costs, not wanting to fail, but instead, Seek out and take action, even though you might fail. Because you know what? The worst that can happen is a bad feeling. And then you take charge of your brain and your thoughts. And you totally can. We're not at the effect of our brain. We can influence our thoughts in our brain. And you feed it all the good stuff. The good, like the healthy kale and apples. (laughs) Not the junk food, right? So you want to help feed yourself the good thoughts. So what you do after a delay or after something doesn't go the way that you want it, is really really important now i want to share one more tool video which is the daily goal alignment which you also find in your workbook this goes back to what i said earlier about that mission statement that i read every day that's hanging on the wall here i also have like a actual notebook and every single morning here's what this looks like And i'm just holding it up here's what this looks like Every single morning, I have currently three specific goals. And every single morning, I write down my goal. And then I write down the reasons why I want to achieve this goal. So I remind myself of the why. I throw those locks on the fire. Then I write down two, like, assets that I have, or two specific uh, thoughts that I want to cultivate or feelings that I want to cultivate. And then I write down funny, there's like a little line on this slide. (laughs) I just noticed that. So, and then I write down the specific action I'm going to take that day to move me closer to what's my goal. This is a structure that works really well for me because it, it taps into those different, three different pillars of knowing exactly where we're going. So what's the goal, understanding the why, cultivating the beliefs of what i want to think and feel and why i have access to this today already today i can feel and cultivate these feelings right now and then what's the specific action that i'm going to take today so it it, it, uh, touches on all these different items and i do this every single day literally this is five minutes and this is when i say you work on your goals every single day It is one action a day could be as small as writing one email or looking for five minutes on a job site or tracking your successes or your accomplishments from that week because of you building up towards a promotion. That's one action. But the more important part is the five minutes that you invest to get really clear on your goals, your whys, what you want to feel and think in order to fuel your motivation and be set up for success in achieving that goal. And so you're not starting from below the zero line. You're starting at zero or if possible, even above, like coming from a positive place. Then quick recap, what, you, what do you want? Who do you want to be? And why do you want it? Okay, I like this scribbles, scribble. scribble. So recap, what do you want? Who do you want to be that includes that thinking and feeling? And then why do you want it? You get the workbook, That that's why this is important, that you can actually track and start writing this stuff down for yourself. Okay. As I said in the beginning, very briefly, if you want some one-on-one guidance and you want this to think this through a little bit more, you can book a free coaching call. with me at RamonaShaw.com forward slash 30, and I'd be happy to walk you through this okay any other any other questions anything else that any particular goals that you would want me to talk a little bit more about I have a question yes
1: regard regarding the last part when you mentioned you the alignment part do you actually review the content that you have already created or you write new things like really small to-dos that will keep you on track
0: Yeah, so the goal repeats itself. So every single day while I'm working on these three goals, uh, every single day I rewrite the same goal. I will use different reasons like the the why that will change depending on the mood that I'm in or what seems to be important that day. And then the thoughts and feelings, they stay pretty consistent. It's like uh, what I want to accomplish and what I think I will feel when I get to that goal. Mm-hmm. That is usually, it's like a few, a handful made of, made of different, different things. And so I keep repeating them, but the action is specific to that day. So what is, you know, at least one action, sometimes there are more, I have my calendar, my calendar is booked with, with coaching calls or training calls or things like this, or I'm meeting with teams. So these are things that are booked, but what is one specific, specific thing that I will do in order to move closer to my goal? So my case, for example, I could say, you know what, today I'm going to review my Facebook ad statistics to figure out one way to improve my campaign. For clients that I work with who are in the, the, career, the career track, one thing that they could do is say, today I'm going to reach out to a person that I see as a mentor and I'm mm-hmm. going to ask them for like a, a virtual check-in or I want to take them out for lunch. What's one thing that I can do? Or I'm going to write an update email to my boss about all the things that I was able to achieve this week and what I'm going to plan for next week. And because I know that that weekly update meeting is part of my process of advocating on my behalf. And I'm going to do that today. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to to, uh, publicly acknowledge people on my team or a big milestone, which creates visibility and awareness of what my team is doing. That's one particular thing that I think directly pushes me closer towards my goal. Did that answer your question, Marina?
1: Yes, understood. Thank you. Okay,
0: Thank you. cool. Any other questions? Any other 2C goals?
1: Can I ask another question since no yeah, Go for it. I'm just curious how would you tackle the change of goals? Because I, I am aware that they can happen during the way, right? You have to set yourself, for example, three, five goals. In my case, they all all come down to career. Mm -hmm. There are different ways I can achieve. I can boost my career, basically, the five Mm -hmm. goals I have. But at some point, it might be the case that I change my mind. Because part of it is also trying things out and seeing where I find myself, where I would be happier and and fulfill my career on the best way. So my question is, I might change my goals. Like the bigger goal will still be boosting my career, but the smaller goals to achieve that one big thing might change. So, how would you tackle that?
0: Yeah. Being lost. Yeah, great question. The you want to be clear on why you're changing your goal, and you want to like your reasons for changing your goal, because if the reason is I think that is too hard or I've tried and I failed. And so I'm changing the goal. Then that would be a moment where I'd say, if I was a co- like your coach, I would say, hold on a second. Let's talk this through. Let's just question where this is coming from and why you're, why you're abandoning this goal and taking on a new goal. Right. But if you're coming from a place of, you know what, that is no longer what I actually truly want. It's not about the process or it being too hard or I'm not being good enough. That's not at all it. It simply is no longer a compelling goal. I don't want that anymore. Even if I achieved it, it would be like, what for? Then that's coming from not a place of sort of fear or lack but it's coming in place from a place of like a conscious decision, intentionality and that's when you're on the right track and that's when it's time to change and shift gear. Sometimes it's also good to question like, why is this a goal of mine? Is it because I'm trying to meet some societal standard, or because I try to, I try to meet other people's expectations, and therefore, this is my goal, or is it really my own goal? But there's right. not a there's not a like a, a clear cut answer other than feel free to reevaluate your goals along the way if they no longer seem compelling. But question yourself, because people who abandon goals and change thing, change a lot, like, so like, it's a simple example. I'm going to start running. You know what? No, don't like running. I'm going to start swimming. You know, swimming also didn't work. I'm going to start lifting weights. Mm, maybe not lifting weights. I'm going to do yoga. It's like, hold on a second. You keep shifting your goals or what you want to keep doing, but that may come from a place of running was too hard. Like wait, too hard? That's not a good reason for abandoning that goal. It just means it is hard, harder right now than you want it. And we, it takes time, it takes building up the persistence, building up that muscle to stay in it. Or is it because you realize like, I actually don't like running. And unless it's a pattern of people like constantly jumping jobs or constantly changing their minds, that would be a pattern I would wanna you know, question. But if that's not the case, and as long as you like your reasons you're it's good to change goals. Does that help? Did that help? Yes. Yeah, okay. What, What happens, what can happen is right, if you abandon goals too often because of a delay, and so we lose steam along the way and we stop pursuing the goal, or because we make up all those reasons of why we can't achieve the goals, because we fuel our brain those reasons. Yeah, yeah. And that's where you want to pay attention to like, hold on a second. That's not helping me. So as long as you get clear on your reasons, you know, that your brain is meant to deliver you all those obstacles. It's like when I invest in a coach and I invest a lot of money on my own development and my own coaches, and every time I make a commitment to something and I spend thousands of dollars on a program or on a coach. Then I make the decision and then immediately my brain goes into like fear mode and I think like but what if it doesn't work but what if it's a scam but what if that was a waste and what if I regret it and what if that was if it just doesn't apply to me it's not going to work for me I get my brain feeds me all those things and I'm expecting it ahead of time because I know how our brains work it's the same with you see all those obstacles come along. You're like, yeah, of course, my brain is a well-functioning brain. It is meant to tell me all those things. It is meant to keep me safe in my tribe, in my known environment, in my comfort zone. But I'm going to override it because no, no tiger and no bear is around the corner trying to eat me up. I'm not gonna die so i can overwrite my brain it's like i know you're feeding me these things i'm already waiting for it the moment i like pay someone money big money or i make a big purchase or i set a big goal where my brain goes like that is a little too much like what kind of cool i did you you think that that's possible for you i already know it's coming and i can overrule it because i can influence my thoughts
1: right learn more about it about how to overwrite those thoughts
0: yeah, get 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 on it. Book a book a call. We can talk through your specific situations in a little, little bit more detail.
1: Great, thank you.
0: And that's it, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this particular episode of the Manager Track podcast, especially as you embark on the pursuit of your career goals in 2021. Make sure to grab the workbook that goes along with this episode. No email opt-in. There are no loops to jump through. Literally just go to ramonashaw.com forward slash 2021 goals and that's where you can grab the workbook and if you enjoyed this episode and you know someone else who would benefit from hearing these three steps and the tips that we shared in this class please take a moment to share this podcast along it would mean a lot to me and helping the goal to get this information to as many people as possible to support them in achieving their own career goals thanks so much and I'll talk to you again next week If you love this show, then you'll love even more my free training for new managers. If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass. You'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid. Plus, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away. Go to RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass to sign up.